Hello and welcome to Maine Education Matters with Matt and Matt. And my name is Matt. And my name is Matt too. Have you been vaccinated lately, Matt? Uh, I don't know if I'm up to date on my shots, Matt. I, I gotta. I may need a booster. You might need a booster. There's a lot of stuff uh, going around, including a rear-facing car seat. That that might be that might be worth it for what some people were try, kind of saying. It's like you know, I think some of these I think some of these people providing testimony need a rear-facing car seat. Given I think their behavior. I think that might be true. Uh, if you don't, can you guess what we're talking about today, folks? Yeah. Can you if you don't know, what we're talking about immunizations are back. Uh, LD twenty forty six. The public hearing Oy. for that one was Monday, March 9th. and I listened to about three and a half minutes, Matt, and then <laughs> I had to shut it off. Yeah, I I caught the very end of it. And Wait, it ended? It did end. It ended that afternoon. Um, what? It ended that afternoon, and I, 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 I my, my favorite part of it was uh, the people speaking against it. And I guess it was the last person. And this guy was going on some kind of a rant or some kind of just on and on and on. And so Senator Malek comes in and says, do you have actually anything to say about this bill? Nice. <laughs> and nice. he's like, <laughs> good for her. She doesn't seem to take any hey. crap this semester. This, uh, oh, she is not. This thing. It's she like, be, be on point, please. And we're moving on. Yeah, so good, good for her. There was another vote that came up that same day where someone said, "All right, so we're all oh, we'll get to it, but I'll, I'll get to it later." Okay, I think we'll talk about that later. So this one was had three pieces of main legislation, right? The three changes for this main one. Uh, let me see if I can find exactly what they were because I was just looking at it. Um, this bill had three pieces. It allowed a student that was enrolled in attending a virtual public charter school without physically attending to be exempt from immunization requirements. Uh, another one expanded access to universal childhood immunization program to students less than 19 uh, to include non-residents that are enrolled or have accepted enrollment in private or public main post-secondary institutions. And another section uh, clarified that exemptions from immunization requirements based on religious or philosophical beliefs, uh, which was the whole intent of the last bill, last session, uh, employees of healthcare facilities, uh, that part is also repealed as of September 1st of 2021. So those are three big pieces. Uh, people were testifying all over the place. I read the a lot of the written testimony, uh, which was mainly... I would say um, incomprehensible. And I was going to ask you what per what percentage of that of the of the testimony there were right as of right now as a recording, there are eighty three pieces of testimony on for this particular bill. What percentage of those eighty three percent are actually reasonable, rational, rational, rationable? We could ration them too, and uh, comprehensible. I would say that the ones I read had probably an average of a third or fourth grade writing level. Yeah. Uh, most of them didn't really have a point. A few of them were all about, this is my situation, so what are you going to do about it? Uh, but the writing was atrocious. If you're writing to the legislature, you would seem that it would be 
nice to be if you were coherent, if you had a point, if you were concise, and you just didn't rant the whole time and say, what about this impossible situation? What are you going to do about that? You're a nightmare. Uh, it's like, <laughs> what, why are you calling names and stuff? There, there was all kinds of just crazy people out there. There was, it was, there was very vitriolic. And I don't know if that is helpful in any way, shape, or form for any side. Uh, well, well, let's, let's think about that. A, a public servant, let's say like a representative or a senator who hears from a lot of constituents and who's going to, what would, what would help them better understand? Someone saying, here's my side, here's some evidence in support of my side, here's some, uh, some personal or some re uh, regional examples of this. Now, please go ahead and understand my point. Mm -hmm. Or someone saying, hey, you're a jerk. You're a jackass for voting for this. What's the matter with you? What are you, stupid or something? What are you, a moron? Don't be a moron. That second one sounds pretty good to me. Oh, yeah? That's, yeah. That, that's how you would best respond? Oh, yeah. Because I, I have a feeling that fight. either... Yeah, I got a feeling that either you or I would be like, oh, really? This is how you're going to treat me? I'm going the exact opposite of you. Thank you very much now. Yep. And now you've made it worse for yourself because, I know. well, we're just, we're just spiteful and vindictive people. It's so weird to read a lot of these things that are just Oy. no editing, no thought, <clears throat> uh, even from some people I that, I, that I know. Some of those people are educators, Matt. I know. I, I, I know. Sorry. I know. And... Yeah, I know, I, know, I know some science teachers who are very much opposed to the science behind vaccines. And I just, I, 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 that makes me worried. I worry for our kids. Like, we're like legitimately worried. Like, how yeah. are you, what are you teaching our kids about the scientific process then? Mm -hmm. If you're not able to see that the scientific process has been fully done with this particular issue. Um, now, I got to be honest about the testimony because there are 83 pieces, like we said. I did not read all of them. Nope, me neither. I read, I did some selective reading. I will fully admit to that. I read mm -hmm. some of the more organizational pieces. Yep. I read some of the stuff from the naturopathic doctors. Mm. I read some of the just rando Oxy. people. What's that? I was going to say, is that oxymoron? Uh, I, I, I stand by what I said last term or last session, which was, I'd like to know the rigorous process that goes into getting a dissertation compared to a medical doctor versus a naturopathic doctor. And I don't know that. I have not researched that because I really have no interest in looking up or researching <laughs> that. I'd like someone to provide me that like side-by-side -side chart, please. Um, because that sounds like a lot of work be honest with you. And we don't do that. We don't do that. Exactly. Which is why I didn't read all the testimony. Mm -hmm. But I on did brand. find... What's that? You are on brand. I, I am. I'm, I'm, true to, I'm true to form, Matt. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a true Matt. <laughs> I like it. So, I mean, like, when I'm looking at some of the testimony, like the American Academy of Pediatrics uh, from the, the main chapter and main families for vaccines, it talked about how you know the 73% of Maine voters uh, voted to uphold Maine's new immunization law, and they're taking a neither for nor against position on this. And I found this interesting because a lot of the organizations, like the MPA as well, 
also took a neither for nor against position. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons for that was because for, for, for both of them, but particularly the MPA, it said things like, yeah, okay, these kids go online schools at home and they take these courses at home or out off school campus. However, the main virtual academies or the virtual schools don't have all of the options available for what the content requirements are. Further, there's the interscholastic side. There's the sports side where kids are getting onto, steamed, onto teams and whatnot. So that's why they're neither for nor against because there needs to be more conversation about it. They're fine with the class side of it, but they're not really in support of the uh, interscholastic and mm -hmm. the coming to school for those other reasons. Agreed. I found that a very interesting um, component and argument. Mm -hmm. These kids are still uh, interacting with society in some way. Yes. So, come on. And I don't think the intent of the law was to banish them from society. The in I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think that was the intent of the law. <laughs> I, that, that may have been a, a sub-thread on the, on the Reddit page of the law. Uh -huh. But I'm sure there is one. Oh, there's, I'm sure there are. I'm sure there's a whole universe out there of yep. anti-LD 798. Yeah. Uh, it's called a stay away. Yeah. So I don't think the intent was to keep them away from all, all of humanity. But I do think the intent was since there are compulsory attendance laws in schools to protect those kids who have to come into school, who don't have these other protections and who don't have the ability to have the immunizations from a person who makes a non-scientific and non, uh, dare I say, rational, reasonable choice about what, what, what science is clearly telling us. Rationable, you mean? Rationable, yes, because we want to ration our decisions. Sir, I think that, that pretty much wraps up immunization. You can always go back to some of our old episodes where we talked about uh, uh, the law last session, because uh, you know we talked about it literally in every episode after it started. Right. Because we, I will say, we still think it's going secretly in the sub-basements. Well, I mean, since there's such an interest in it and they want to make sure that everyone you know, has a voice and they want to make sure that, every, that they come across as being uh, people who are listening to everyone, they've got to have that secret room still going. I think so. I think you're I right. I think you're right. Um, I, I will say one other just piece of testimony I did want to highlight that I found fascinating. Mm -hmm. Again, it was a neither, neither for nor against. Um, was the main charter school commission. Mm -hmm. And given that they run the virtual academies and they run a lot of those things, I would think that they'd be like, no, we're against this. Right. We're against, or, or we're in support of that of this amendment. We're in support of this amendment. We're, we want to make sure that they have it. But, but they said the same thing that the MPA did, which is basically, yeah, there are after school activities and that could be in still violation of this particular law and this doesn't address that so we like the idea of it but there's still some real challenges interesting interesting it. so it looks like some of this law may not have been uh or this bill excuse me may not have had the input of the virtual charter schools to begin with uh doesn't i'm not really sure i mean given the the speed at which it was put into the education committee like immediately after that bill was um, voted on. I'm sure it was in the hopper. Ah, the hopper. It was in the hopper. Not not the Dennis Hopper. No, that'd be different. But 
Yeah, very, especially not very the, different. Especially, <laughs> especially not the blue velvet Dennis Hopper. Yeah, maybe <laughs> the Super Mario Brothers Dennis Hopper, but not. <laughs> wow, <laughs> deep cut. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah let, let's cut. remember that, folks. That that one of our most celebrated actors, Dennis Hopper, was in both Easy Rider and Super Mario Brothers. Wide range. Yes. Yes. And both equally good movies, I would say. Uh, <laughs> I'll let you say that. I think I did. All right. <laughs> let's move on to some votes that have come out of work sessions. Sure. Uh, and then we'll move on to some house votes and even uh, some new laws. So we'll start with a few that have uh, gone through work session. Uh, first one was LD 1879. That was the one about uh, ed policy. Uh, that we talked about, I think it was last episode, uh, where we mm -hmm. actually had uh, comments from one of the legislators for the first time on the pod. Uh, that came out as a divider report, which you kind of talked about last time. Now that was, the one you're thinking of was the PEPG one. They all blend. I know, they're all together. It's all, it's, it's, all, it's, all, it's all policy. This is the one that talks about, it was a call, again, a callback from last session where they tried to do the end around through the labor committee to get negotiating ed policy uh, through planning periods and work time and working conditions, et cetera. And this is the one where the DOE, the MSMA, the MPA, the MEA have all kind of come together and said, yeah, we agree on this. Where if you want to be able to put this into negotiations, you want to put working conditions and planning time into uh, your negotiation, your uh, collective bargaining agreement, you can do that as long as both parties agree. Seems reasonable, especially when they all agree to it, but still came out divided. Boo. It still came out divided. Mm -hmm. uh, so we'll see where that goes. Uh, the next one is LD2075, which is about certification changes. That has been tabled thus far. Yeah, I think they just don't have enough information yet. I think so. Because certification is such a monster. And one little thing can have a huge, very quick, very impactful ripple effect. Yeah, there are a lot of pages of those potential rules. Oy. And uh, yeah, it goes on forever. Uh, we'll keep you updated if LD anything changes on that. If anything changes. LD 1947, which was about funding capital improvements to CTE centers. Uh, surprisingly, divided report. Oh, wait, that's not a surprise. No. it's it's. I, I, I am curious to see the, the breakdown of it, but I... I I do think that that is a surprise given the push for uh, funding for CTE and the support for CTE. Yeah. But it could also be that with the way that the funding structures are happening in the budget this year, that some, some folks in the political parties are like, no, it's too much, too much already. Yeah, I hear a lot of things, mm -hmm. uh, some rumblings that there's gonna be a lot of that this year being a presidential election year, mm -hmm. that the parties are gonna hunker down and be like, no, we're the party of responsibility and not spending. Uh, yeah, I've, yeah, I've, you know. I've heard that there's there, there's some real gamesmanship happening in some of the political parties yeah. right now, like saying that in some bills, the one, one party is going to do things like add $5 million to property taxes for some particular bill for some reason. I forget exactly what now. And mm -hmm. then they're going to come back around and say, oh, look, your, proper, your governor increased property taxes. Yep. Even yep. though they supported it. Yep, a lot because nobody can remember anything these days. Right. Uh, right. We never could, so we are, again, on brand with that. We still can't. 
No, what, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah, votes. Immunizations. Uh, there we go. Uh, that's right. It's either, Just, this pod is either immunizations or PEPG. Yeah, always, that, that, that's what, if, if we get lost in the weeds, if we get lost in the woods, and we don't know where we are, we'll just start talking about immunizations or PEPG, and then we're centered. Fair enough. Uh, the next one is LD2020, which was about the ocean school changes. Uh, remember, they were going to uh, be forced to shut down, so this was the extension one, and everyone was like, yeah, that's cool. So Octopass is amended. Fine. Yay, we agreed. Uh, the next one was LD703, which was the act to help students succeed. Uh, that came out divided. This, I, this is the one that I listened to that I was referring to earlier that I said I'd come back to. Because <laughs> during this, uh, Senator Millette was saying things like, this was a catch-all bill. This was a bill that has a bunch of stuff in there that has you know, a lot of things that happened last session that we're just trying to tie up and loose ends. And they go through all this stuff. And they're talking about it, and there's basically no questions against it or whatnot. And everyone's like, okay, and we're going to raise our hands, all four, and then opposed. And apparently some people raise their hands, and you hear her in the mic go, ugh. Nice. And she goes, what's the opposition report? Ought not to pass. Okay. <laughs> and it was just, you can just, you can literally feel the exasperation through the microphone. I it was it. glorious. I love it. Glorious. So good. Like this is, this is, this, it's just trying to tie up loose ends. That's all that this bill was trying to do. And I think it might've been that the bill was trying to do too much in the end. Probably. But. Crazy yeah. times. Uh, so let's see, we have one that has gone to the House, uh, that's LD2072, which was the rule changes and updates for the learning results. Uh, that has prevailed in the House, 94 to 47. So sounds like uh, close to party lines, I would say. So 47 point. people are against the learning results. Yep. I wonder 47 communities. Uh, so that one has is on its way. Uh, as of time of recording, we don't have a Senate vote yet on that one. Uh, but again, when it does, we will let you know. And there's a few, the next three are ones that I am uh, literally confused as hell about. Because I thought we had a handle on the way things worked, at least a general handle. And it turns out, uh, again, we don't know anything. So what you're telling me is, again, we, that the Schoolhouse Rock song lied to us. Every line. That... that I'm very upset about this because I spent my entire, when I taught social studies and I taught civics, that's all only I did. I just showed that video and said, got it. And the kids put their thumbs up, said, got it. And all right, move it on. Hmm. Well, unfortunately there's about, I, I can't see why we're at where we're at today. Is it right from there? <laughs> I will just stop. <laughs> so the first one I that ruined I America folks, <laughs> I, I ruined us. The first one I got is LD 1855, which was about including student absences for mental health or behaviors, uh, behavioral health needs, excuse me, as excusable absences. We talked about that one a long time ago. That was one of our very first ones yeah. this session. Uh, so as we were trying to research and see where some of these bills were, uh, we looked on our spreadsheet, which you can find right at the top of our website. Uh, it had like no votes or anything that it was just, uh, let me see exactly what it is here. 
it was ought to pass as amended or ought not to pass. So it was a divider report on February 3rd and there it sat for a while. And all of a sudden I look and it has been signed into law by the governor on the 21st of February. It took 18 days to get like through all of the the votes and right to the governor. And I couldn't find record of it. Other than the law. then, Then I guess what we have to say is, yay. I mean, I, I do I do wish that they would be by whoever the, the the they is. I don't know who the they are, but whoever they are need to get better at the transparency of what's happening in the process. Yeah, if you're because, listening to this, get on the stick. Because I will say, if if we are ones who, and by all account, we don't do a lot of hard work for this. No, we don't. We we do some Google searches. We know a couple places to look. Cursory. And we look searches. there. And we look there and we say, if it's there, great, we'll, we'll share out on it. And if it's not there, we say, okay, it's not there. Mm-hmm. But the places where we're looking are the legislative websites. You would You'd think that think would help. That they could be a little bit better about getting those things on the website to be able to, people can follow the process. It does. It, it that really does bother me. Let's lot. do. Let's do two more, and then right. we'll talk about the spreadsheet for a little bit. So LD ten thirty six, which was a task force. Oh, we like those. Uh, creates a comprehensive CTE system and increases the crosswalks between secondary schools and CTE schools. That went into law without the governor's signature on January twelfth. God, we're way behind. That was way and behind. That was a way, long time ago. And LD1700, which is one of the last ones from last session, it was a resolve about studying African-American data analyses. Uh, we talked about that one right at the end of last session. That yeah. also went into law without the governor's signature, also on January 12th of this year. Uh, so those are both signed into law. We have updated our spreadsheet like crazy since yeah. the last time we spoke. There's lots of colors on there. Uh, there's lots of updates, there's lots of votes. Uh, as far as we can tell, uh, any of the dead bills we've turned red, any of the bills that are in process are yellow, and any of the ones that have been signed into law are green. It's like a traffic light. Woo-hoo. So we're not going to go through yellow all me- of them. Yellow beans go faster. Yeah, which hopefully that's what we want to do because they are in process. And th- these are some of the outcomes so far. These are my favorite things. Prevails. Has to be engrossed has to be enacted, placed on the special study table, pending final passage, finally oh. passed. And those are, oh, passed to be engrossed as amended, one of my favorites. Uh, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff that, again, we kind of talked about a little bit. We kind of know what they mean. We're just writing down the outcomes on the spreadsheet to give you guys information. Yeah, so that that's to really as we get information and as we figure out what's trying to happen, that's where we're putting it. So we're trying to do these podcasts once, maybe twice a week if we can. Um, but if you really want to stay up to date with what's happening, um, the links to the LDs are right there. So you can see not only the language of the statute, but you can see the status and committee. You can see it eventually when they get the divided reports out there, you'll be able to see who voted for what, you can read all the testimony, all those links are right there. Plus it gives a very simple trajectory of what's been happening with the votes as soon as we know. So uh, I, 
bookmark that or bookmark our website to make sure that you are up to date. Where else can you find us for updates, Matt? Well, we've put out some updates about our pods and other things that are happening on Twitter, which is at Maine Ed Matters. You can go to our Facebook page, same thing, which is facebook.com slash Maine Education Matters. And of course, like we just mentioned, our website, which is maineducationmatters.weebly.com. And with that, we will talk the next time we have some information to tell you. All right, bye. Bye.